Look at that berry. You know, people are probably going, why in the world are you showing that? Where are we at? Oh, wow, we're in the complete. That's cool. Who's up? Who's up? Who's first today, Barry? You got any predictions? We hey, can't tell. Connie. Connie maybe first. Or, could no, be maybe, Reagan. Could be Patty, too. Could be Patty. Could be Sarah. It's Reagan. Ha, oh, <laughs> I was Ray. right. Woo. What's up, Reagan? <clears throat> I know. Um, actually, we wanted to do something different, Barry, and show him something, a different shot, if you right. will. You know, <clears throat> and I'll explain that in just a second here, because maybe by seeing something different, there's Annette. What's up, Annette? We missed you last night, and we know you're on your road trip having fun. Well, we, um, that's terrible. I'm in Iowa. Yucky reception. I look better with yucky reception, actually. <laughs> Hopefully, you'll be able to hear. But you guys, it was interesting because we almost thought about not doing brown bag because we could not hear. It was raining so hard in our tin box of a van, and literally about two minutes before we went on air, that happened, and the Red Seas parted, if you will. Hey, Debbie. So it was crazy. Literally, I mean, we're working off Highway K. It was dumping rain. I mean, it let loose. Again. And it looks like it's going <laughs> to let loose again. But right about two minutes before we started brown bag, um, <clears throat> the sky's cleared. And we're praising the Lord for that. We're th hey, Patty. We're thanking him for the rain, of course, because I think we need a little bit. Yeah. But also grateful that, for whatever reason, uh, God parted it so we can actually have brown bag. And we don't have to worry about competing with the loud thunder. <clears throat> and the rain and all the other stuff. But, Barry, I want to talk a little bit. You know, I've been remodeling my house. Yeah. And you know it's been going on for quite some time. Uh, we did it right. We got the foundation in check. We've talked about that several times. But <clears throat> uh, through our hallway are all kinds of different pictures of our family from over the years. Snapshots of life, you know, the last 30 years from when the kids were small, even prior to that. And I think about, I was reading a Chuck Swindoll book on the life of David, which is a great book. It's just called The Life of David by Chuck Swindoll. And it really uh, extrapolates on King David's life. And I think sometimes we miss so much uh, in just blowing through the scriptures and not really taking our time to deep dive like we've talked about many times. But <clears throat> one thing in particular struck me this morning. I was reading this um, part about David, about David's life. Hey, Randy. Tim, what's up, buddy? Uh, Chuck Swindoll had, had an illustration, a metaphor, if you will, and he said, you know, <clears throat> throughout our mind, over the course of a lifetime, there are snapshots, highlights, uh, awesome times that we're to remember and really think about and actually give thanks for. Hey, Danny, and thank the Lord. Hey, Gwen, and thank the Lord. Uh, for these times, but wouldn't you know it, Barry? Just like that—that that devil that comes in and sows weeds in or tears in with the the good stuff. Yeah. The devil puts bad snapshots into your mind of things that you wish you could take back, things that you wish you would have said that you didn't get to say, or or people in your life that you wish would never come in your life, and people that you wish were in your life that weren't in your life. But <clears throat> through all of that thing, as we're taking on our pictures, and I'm thinking of all the good times we've had with Connor and and Erica, and Amanda, and Lynn, and my father-in-law, and picture. but at the same time, I can remember the person that I was 
during those seasons. And oftentimes I find myself getting melancholy, Barry, because uh, it, it's depressing if I allow my mind to go there. Paul says, take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ and your sins are washed away as far as the east and the west. We know that. So I think being intentional, again, we've been talking about intentional since the first of the year, about what we're watching, about where we're spending our money and all these things, and where we're fixing our thoughts on. So in your, in your, uh, in your snapshots in your mind of your wedding day or your child's birthday or seeing your parents, you know, the devil will throw in bad stuff or your own uh, sin nature will go to bad stuff. So what's the solution, Barry? Well, we take down the bad snapshots. And I do think it's it's okay to go through your hallway of your mind and kind of rearrange the pictures and praise God for the birth of your kid. Praise God for your wedding day. And just and, and move them around so you don't forget. David said, take me back to the date of my salvation so I don't forget. I don't want to forget these things. And even in the Old Testament, every time God did something amazing, notice I said God did something amazing. It wasn't Israel. Every time that God did something amazing with Israel, they would put up an altar because we're so apt to forget. Um, it's amazing to me how we can remember all the bad things, Barry, uh, snapshots in our mind, and sometimes the good things we don't we don't remember <clears throat> because, you know, we're fallen in nature, and I think we really have to be intentional about remembering in our minds all the amazing things that God has done. And uh, I don't want to mix metaphors, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it. But, and I know we've talked about this before, but I think it bears repeating. And Peter even says, I'm going to continue to remind you until I die, because there's a reason it reminds you of these things, because we're so apt to forget these things. So how do we do? How do we replace those bad snapshots in our minds, be it a season, be it an episode, be it a, an action, or what? How do we replace that? What do we replace them with? Because there's so much of it, because we are fallen. Um Really, Paul gives us the answer, and I think it's cool because he's writing this from prison. Uh, and Paul had a lot of regrets. You know, at one point he had um, murdered Christians uh, and all of this stuff before he knew Jesus. And I'm sure that he reflected on it sometimes as he was reorganizing and thinking all the amazing things that God had, us on his, had done in his wall. But when he came across things like that, it compelled him. It compelled him to a deeper understanding, a deeper knowledge, uh, the, the deeper understanding, so much that he pens in Romans 8.28, one of my favorite verses, for we know, we don't think, we know that God works all things for good, for those that love him are called according to its purposes. We know this, Genesis 50.20 says, what the devil meant to kill you, God worked for good. Um, so, in answer to the question, and again, it bears repeating because it's so good. In Philippians chapter 4, Paul wrote this while he was in prison, so Paul knew tough times, right? And this time he was in prison for doing the right thing. And sometimes when you're, you're chastised or you're uh, afflicted because you're doing the right thing, then it feels good. Yeah. You know, it feels good because, okay, I'm in here because I'm doing the right thing, not the wrong thing. And many of us have been afflicted by doing the wrong thing, and, and that's not nearly as fun as being afflicted or persecuted when you're doing the right thing. But in chapter 4 in verses 8, and now, my brothers and sisters, one final thing. He's telling one last thing. I really want you to get this. That's why we're doing this again. I think we just used this verse a couple of months ago, and I think Barry may have preached it <clears throat> a couple of months ago. Fix. That means hitch your thoughts to. Uh, circle up. And I really want you to think about this. Your thoughts on what is true. What is true that you are loved of Christ, that you are forgiven, that you uh, 
you have choices, Barry, that you can make. You can choose uh, who you want to follow. You can choose um, victory. You, a lot of choices that we can make. And it starts with every day I'm going to choose to die to myself and live for Christ. It's choices. Fix your thoughts on what is true, what is honorable, what is right and pure and lovely. And remember we talked about lovely. What is lovely? What is, what's lovely? Is it like uh, you know a box of really cool Kleenexes or something? I mean, what, you know, lovely. But lovely, according to this, and if you go into the, the strong concordance and all that stuff and research the original thing, would have been focus on nature and all the amazing things. And I'm getting better about that because I'm being intentional. Focus on those and think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. I love my friends. I do, man. I, I love uh, community of believers we have at Misfits. And we're in our little church, Misfits for Jesus, is intertwined with other little fellowships. And, and I absolutely love it, Barry. I think it's great. I think it's a real gift from Jesus that he's given us co-workers and co-soldiers to, to labor with and all these things. But <clears throat> I'm always reminded how God will kick out crutches along your walk when you're uh, leaning inordinately on something other than Jesus. It. it might be a person. It might be a spouse. It could be a pet. It could be, uh, well, many of us know, have known the, uh, the demons of addiction. But I think throughout of our, our, out our journey, and this is the thing that David was learning that's led me to the brown bag, God went through his life year after year and was working on him, conforming him to the image of, 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 of Christ. And uh, throughout his life, um, David had challenges and David had struggles, but he was still a man after God's own heart. And so God had come along and helped him by kicking out crutches. Worthy of praise, keep putting into practice all that you've learned and received from me. And you can go through all of Paul's writings. I mean, he wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. Romans, a great book to come in and just, if you want to put into practice what you hear, hey, Mary Lee, I haven't seen Mary Lee for a while. Hey! Mary Lee, she's one of the original misfits, Barry. Yeah, wow. Everything you heard from me and saw me doing. I'd like to think, Barry, we don't get it right all the time. And anybody that's walked with us for 25, Mary Lee, you have. You've known us forever. And there have been seasons in our life that I'd like to take down off my, my wall. Right. I like to burn it. <laughs> I like to just, I can't believe that in that picture in my mind, that was me. But you know what? I'm forgiven for that. And some of those mistakes and, and things that you made are made, they made you who you are today. Um, so this is my encouragement for you today. Make an assessment. Paul says, examine yourself to make sure you're in a faith. Certainly. But make an assessment and choose to what you're going to fix your thoughts on. You can, you can fix your thoughts on failures and people's failures or keep your eyes on other people's walk while you're not minding your own walk. But, you know, Jesus even said, why do you look at the, the speck in your brother's eye and you ignore the plank in your own eye? So I think uh, to sum this up, I'm encouraging you guys to, to walk through your, your mind's history and, and focus and put things up, markers to show you the, the kindness of God, the goodness of God, you know, uh, all, all of these things and remove and put into the trash can those negative images or seasons or, or episodes in your life. Just put them in the waste receptacle and those you choose to remember, I, I pray that it would compel you to do the right thing and compel you to have empathy and give mercy to the person that maybe is doing the same things that you're afflicting you all those years later because you of all people know what that feels like so fix your thoughts on what's true noble praiseworthy excellent all of those things fix your mind on that
Love your friends. Don't lean on them so hard that if they were to have a stumble, you come crashing down too. You lean your ladder of faith on God. And then when things bad things happen, you're still standing. And you can love them, come alongside them, go, I love you, man. I care about you. Uh, so that's what I got, Barry. Does that make sense? That makes sense. And it summed it up right there in 10. I'm sorry, verse 9. Keep putting into practice all that you've learned and received from me. When Paul is writing that. That's the only way to get good at it and be able to handle when those trying times come is you keep practicing yep. and you keep reading. And uh, by the way, Philippians is very encouraging. So if you're looking for a book that maybe you haven't read, check out Philippians. It's very good. It's very encouraging. So just be encouraged. I know this is a long walk. We talk about it all the time. It's, it's long and it gets treacherous sometimes. And we run into, sometimes we run off the road too, but we, we find our way back, course correction and all that stuff. But be encouraged. God's still in control during all this crazy stuff. We know that. But if you're not putting into practice these things, you're going to be that wayward person that just kind of just bounces around like waves on the ocean. You have nothing to anchor to. So if you're not following Jesus constantly, you're going to drift off. So if you've been away, come back. You hear us say that quite a bit. Jesus is saying, come on back. Your chair is right where you left it. So put into practice what you've learned. Practice, practice, practice. Coach used to say that all the time. If you want to get good, you got to practice. Amen? Right on, dude. That's it. Love you guys. Share this if you don't mind. Peace. And real quick, before we leave, Barry, how would you like to see Mary Lee and Ben at a service on Saturday? Oh, that'd be cool sometime. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. Mary Lee, come out sometime. Bring that bring that rascal uh, Ben with you and come out <laughs> and visit. And make sure to share, guys. And remember, fix your thoughts. Hey, Mel. Later, guys.